0: You're listening to The Ripple Podcast. We joke and laugh a lot, but the content itself is serious, sometimes scary, graphic, and always true. This podcast is meant for mature audiences and includes subject matter and language that is not suitable for young listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Get Ripple! bright new drink with that ring-a-ding flavor ripple anything exciting to tell me well i thought we might catch up
1: on why we weren't here last week oh yeah let's start there we we took a week off which we never do yeah i don't think we've ever missed a week since we started releasing Mm -hmm. episodes right right we've changed days a few times but i don't think we've ever actually missed a week skipped an entire week we skipped an entire week last week Mm -hmm. let's talk about why well my house almost burned down again again so that was exciting there was a fire i live right next to a a riverbed but there's hardly ever water in the riverbed and maybe like i don't know one month out of the year there might be a little trickle no it's just a place where people go hiking or dirt bike riding you mean where people go cook meth and uh build homeless encampments well that too yeah. well anyway it erupted in flames Uh, It was a super windy day. We have Santa Ana's this time of year. Like
0: crazy Santa Ana's. And if
1: you're not from California, just imagine like walking outside into a blow dryer. No, not a blow dryer. Like 40 blow dryers. Right. That's pretty much what it feels like. It's hot. It's windy. It's miserable. Everything is dry. And it's perfect for fires. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that was exciting. I was about an hour and a half away from home. When I got the alert on my phone that there was a brush fire right by my house, so I had to call up Rosa. I answered to go get my dogs. And I got
0: in the car and went. I grabbed my mom. We started driving to Angela's house and I took a little video of the fire in the Branca or the river. And it was big. There was, I counted probably 14 fire trucks that were just wet, ready, and waiting to. Put out any flames, but it was it was a big, big fire. If you go and look at our Instagram, um, I posted a video of it just to kind of show you
1: guys what we were dealing with. Yeah. Because it, it was it, not a good night for podcasting. Yeah. And I was having a mental breakdown like two and a half hour or not two and a half, about an hour and a half away from home. And then I keep calling Rosa to get like an update. And she won't give me one, which you should know that (laughs) because every time I asked you what was going on, you're like, "Uh, uh, uh, I'll talk to you later. I'll just I'll I'll call you later. And then you would like click on me. I'm like, "Okay, great. That sounds really reassuring. I told Um, I would tell you everything was fine. We're good. We got it under control. I'll call you back. uh Uh-huh.
0: We're good. We got it under control. I'll give you a call in a minute. Hang on. I'll call you in a little while. We're good. I always would say we're good. We got it. Yeah so your animals
1: were safe your house was safe yeah we did have to evacuate and we didn't have power for like two days after that um we weren't supposed to go back to the house but we did anyway and slept on the floor and uh looked out because we have a big like picture window in our living room so we could like wake up and look Watch outside, the fire see what's going on um we didn't have power for three days yeah
0: which is kind of ridiculous. Well, yeah, but they sh- yeah, they shut it off as a preventative um because the winds are so severe in case it snapped a power line. It didn't. So yeah. Yeah.
1: That's why we were here. That's why we didn't record.
0: And you think we're kidding when we say California is always on fire? Yeah, don't move here.
1: It's really The like, taxes are out of control. It's just not a good time. Um also, Since we weren't here, we invited all of you guys to watch a video.
0: Oh, yeah. PodCon. So, Rosa, why don't
1: you tell our listeners how that went down? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You
0: guys. So, if you have listened to more than two of our episodes, you probably have figured out that, yes, Angela and I are sisters. And we have a lot of similarities, but we also have a lot of differences. Angela is, and I've mentioned this before, Angela is the structured one. She has a calendar that she follows. She has an alarm that she wakes up to and that tells her to go to bed. She follows like
1: rules a schedule. (laughs) A schedule. I don't like surprises. I, I like them. to be prepared for things. I don't I like, plan anything. I don't like to be late to things. I'm always late I want to be ready. I need to mentally prepare conversations, rehearse them in my head many times before I actually execute these conversations.
0: Nope. You want to go here? Sure. Let's go.
1: That's yeah. me. So how'd it go down, Reza?
0: So <laughs> I had planned this live, which we have never done before, video podcast, which we have also never done before on um, this Facebook group called Pod Vcom and it's the V is for virtual because COVID anyways so we were scheduled to go on we had a time slot I did the math where we converted it to Pacific Standard Time versus Eastern I had all that ready it was good to go and then I realized it was a day earlier. And when I realized it was a day earlier, it was actually that day. And not only was it that day, but it was supposed to happen in what? Like an hour and a an half? Hour. About mm-hmm. an hour. So I said, Angela, we're supposed to be live on the podcast in an hour. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, surprise.
1: Yeah. So... That was an adventure. I didn't think we were going to make it on time. We did,
0: and we were fun.
1: I looked like a freaking garbage panda, like a raccoon. Yeah, <laughs> I looked awful. It, I was totally not prepared. Uh, I will say that neither of us were looking like,
0: like. I mean, we looked like we would just hung out all day, which we did. We, well, you know, I, I don't like even think I, brushed I went my to hair. work
1: all day oh no and then I just got back from scooping manure for like an hour (laughs) well they couldn't smell you that was okay yeah it was fun though right It was kind of fun. It was fine. I was super drunk. Um, That's the embarrassing part because I won't go back and watch it because I had already. So I was done with work and everything. I was like ready to just start my evening. It was a Friday night. I had a couple of glasses of wine in me. Rosa tells me that we have this freaking podcon thing to do and we have to go record a video. So I take a shot of I don't know what you gave me a shot of something. Well, and then on the when we got to where we were going,
0: you had one of those like Icy <laughs> drinks. I what are those? Called like, like an adult otter pop. Yeah,
1: they're like alcoholic water pops, water pops, otter, otter pops. pops. Uh, yeah, had one of those, and then like two hard ciders. And so I had to drive was, your ass home. You did. <laughs> I slept on the couch that night. Did I went. You really? I got home. I immediately threw myself on the couch, and I did not get up until the next morning. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah.
0: Well, because of that, though. We did decide that we wouldn't mind, I shouldn't say decide, we discussed um, possibly adding video to our podcast.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you've watched the video, you've now seen us both at our absolute worst. So like, it can't get any, it only goes up from there. So yeah, But it
0: it makes, as, as I throw my hand in the air, it makes us realize how much of our storytelling is facial features and our movements and just our interaction other than our voices
1: i had no idea and maybe this is because i was drunk but i had no idea how many like facial expressions i make oh yeah in the series of recording this yeah
0: no 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 it's it's pretty pretty comical no one ever said this was serious broadcasting this is all fun and games you're
1: telling me this now oh sorry this isn't npr
0: oh shoot i thought you knew (laughs)
1: Oh, man, as I drink my <laughs> giant-ass I I made you a paloma. You made. So
0: Palomas are new to me, and I don't know why because they're tasty. So like I said, I hope I made it right, but it I just did. I picked a grapefruit from the yard. I made some simple syrup. I put in some tequila
1: and um, just some carbonated water. Yeah, I mean, it's different than the Palomas I've had but it's probably one of those things where everybody has their own spin on it anytime i've had a paloma i've had it's been tequila squirt and like a grapefruit squeeze so the the sugar and the squirt is replacing the
0: simple syrup in mine i'm assuming
1: yeah i mean it's tasty We well, can't go wrong with tequila and grapefruit anything <laughs> um it's
0: actually one of Texas's number one alcoholic drinks. Oh, I did not know that. That makes sense though. I mean, so that's why I made it because tonight we
1: are talking Texas. Do you want to hear a story? I'm ready to hear a story. I was gonna sing for you, but that's okay. I'll save it. For oh later. please sing for me. Oh no, 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 no. I always I'll sing. Wait. I'll wait till the end. I'll do it for our last thought in a shot.
0: Okay. All right, so here are my sources. SanAntonioReport.org dot org, Texas dot com, and WeirdUS dot com. Oh, I love that site. I've been Isn't, going to that one a lot. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. It's really a good time. It, if you want some fun reading to do, um, and you'll go down lots of wormholes, go to WeirdUS. So tonight, we are going to visit a place called Donkey Lady Bridge.
1: Wait, wait, wait. did you already say? I'm trying to be
0: really serious.
1: Did you already say what your subject was? Because you said you're talking, or did I? Oh, no, I didn't. I said Texas,
0: and it's paranormal. Paranormal. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Paranormal, Texas. And we're going to Donkey Lady Bridge. She does not do donkey shows. It is just the Donkey Lady Bridge. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) The Donkey Lady Bridge. (laughs) So it's the bridge that crosses Elm Creek via Applewhite Road. And it's approximately four miles north of Loop 1604 on the south side of San Antonio. (gasps)
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in Texas, they have loops. And I... Oh, you know what that means? I don't. Oh, my God. Okay. It was the worst because when I went out to Texas... I've never been. I had no idea that this was a thing. So they have freaking freeways that are just like a big circle. So if you... That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. It's almost like... That whole idea of like a giant traffic circle on the level of a freeway. So, so if you miss your exit, you just go, go around, around again. Yeah. But when you're like, oh, I need to be on 182 South and I'm driving along and then all of a sudden I'm on 182 North and I'm like, how the hell did that happen?
0: Yeah. It was really frustrating. Huh.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, I had no clue what that meant. I thought you were being sarcastic when you said, like, you knew what I was talking about. Oh, yeah.
1: I hate them. And I love Texas. I really do. I've never been. Oh, man. The best brisket tacos. I don't eat brisket. I still dream about those tacos. It's super flat, right? Everything's flat? Uh, Mostly, yeah. But it depends on the part of Texas you're in. Well, this is the
0: part of Texas with the Donkey Lady Bridge. Okay. And here's a little bit about this Donkey Lady Bridge. So it's easy to find, like it's super well known, and a lot of people go there just because of the spookiness that it has behind it. So there's a few different versions of how the Donkey Lady Bridge got its name, and I'm going to kind of go through just a couple of them, and then you can pick your favorite. Okay. So most of the stories date all the way back to the 1800s, and one version is that there was this old farming family, and it was li- they were living near the area um, of the bridge. So somewhere right close to San Antonio area. And the husband gets super mad one night. um, Various reasons. People say that the wife was cheating, that he was just lost his job and he's angry. He was a drunk, all these different things. Um, And he sets fire to his home and he kills his two children that were inside. The fire leaves um, the wife like horribly disfigured. And her face kind of melts into this like long, stretched out, elongated kind of look. And it's super dark and charred looking because of the fire. And it looked similar to a donkey's head. What in the hell? And her hands got burned so badly that her fingers kind of either fused together or just burned off completely and left her with just like nubs that resembled hooves. That is not how fires work. It is. You don't just burn into a donkey. This is not the spontaneous combustion version. This is just like a super charred lady version. Okay. Then there's another version where the farmer and his family were struggling just to make ends meet. And then one day this guy comes by and he's like the son of some wealthy San Antonio merchant and he cruises onto their property and he sees the family's donkey and he just starts like messing with it like starts throwing stuff at it and starts hitting it with a stick
1: what an out you just pull up and start beating somebody's donkey well because he's some like full of himself rich guy
0: starts beating on the
1: he um
0: the donkey's like screw you uh you know tries to defend itself and he bites the merchant's son. Good donkey. So the man gets super pissed and he starts beating the donkey even more viol- violently. Oh, I hope and it kicks him in the head. Well, the donkey tried and it starts crying and kicking and the family hears this like noise that's happening and they start rushing over to help and they the family then starts throwing rocks at the man to finally get him to stop. Good. But Before they or after, you know, they're throwing these rocks, and they didn't realize who this guy was—that he was some like fancy, important person. Fuck. So before he leaves, he's like, "I am, you know, the son of this merchant, and I swear that I'm going to come back and get even with you." Is that the end of that theory? Nope. Oh, okay. So later that night, there's a group of men led by that merchant's son. They set the home on fire with torches, and they board the doors shut so the family can't escape. And just as the fire starters were about to leave and, like, you know, watching the fire burn and everything, this woman, totally, like, engulfed in flames, jumps through a window and runs towards the group of men. She's the wife. Okay. And this is a quote from one of the sources. It says, The woman's hands seemed to have been burned down to mere nubs, and her face appeared to have melted or sagged to the point that was, it was unnaturally long and deformed. The poor creature's clothes were gone, burned away, revealed, revealing skin charred completely black, yet somehow still on fire. The wretched creature that had once been a happy, sod-busting wife and mother let out a bone-chilling wail and then staggered past the men and hurled herself off the bank and into the waters of Elm Creek. The criminal mob followed to the point from which she had launched herself into the black water but saw no trace of her. Her body, it is said, was never found. Hmm. So what do you think of that theory?
1: Okay, so I don't like that theory Mm -hmm. just because if some asshole is one trespassing on somebody's property and two harassing their donkey like randomly for whatever reason i feel like a texan would have put an end to that real quick i don't think that somebody would have been able to come back like they're in texas that's trespassing even in the 1800s i think even more so in the 1800s you're fucking with my donkey on my farm (laughs) You're gonna get a bullet in your ass. Like that's not gonna happen in Texas. But they I really were don't a think so. Very poor family. Too poor for bullets? I don't know. I don't know. I, I
0: don't like that one. Okay. So what both of those theories have in common is that this woman, whether it was her husband, whether it whether it was some angry mob, she was so severely burned that when her face and hands healed, all the skin had kind of like drooped and had this like saggy baggy appearance her fingers either were gone or just were you know stumps and so either she's like grieving the loss of her children and the betrayal of her husband from the first theory or she's you know just seeking revenge on the men that burned her house and her family she haunts that area near elm creek and then she likes to torment those who try to cross that bridge Ooh. So people have said that they see glimpses of her and have heard her wailing. Others swear that a donkey like face has come up to their car window Mm. and screamed at them. That's horrifying. When they get home, they find like hoof like indentations on their car because she likes to like pound on cars. And so what people do is they like park either on the bridge or like close near it and they honk you honk your horn a bunch of times and this pisses her off so you kind of taunt her you honk your horn you call for her and you're kind of asking for it yeah and this one guy he told the story that his best friend told him and it was like these two young boys they're out on a camping trip with their dad and they find a spot to set up camp and the boys The dad tells the boys to, like, unload the trunk while he starts, like, clearing an area to pitch the tent. So, watch. (laughs) Shut up. As soon as I said that. (laughs) As soon as I said it.
1: Okay. Sorry. While
0: unloading the truck, one of the boys, like, hear this rustling noise in the weeds. Just kind of nearby the truck. And he tells his brother, who also heard it and then got scared and called for their dad. So together, the three of them are kind of like listening and trying to figure out what this noise is, and they can watch, like the weeds and like the tall grass move as if like an animal was creeping through it. So then, they heard this like strange, like snorting sound, followed by a high pitched snarl. And the father, no, it's a snort and then a high pitched snarl. So do that. Do a I snort. Is that a donkey though?
1: A that donk? was my snort. That was the best snort I could give you. Now do
0: a high-pitched snarl.
1: But like in a donkey voice?
0: Uh-huh. Hey, that was like really that? good. But, but now that's not really a
1: snarl. No, a
0: snarl is more like a... No, that's like a growl.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're right. What's a snarl sound like? <laughs> it... Okay, see, that would scare the shit out of me if I heard a donkey <laughs> making that noise.
0: But they don't really know it's a donkey because they can't see it yet. They're they're just seeing the movement and they hear those sounds. The father, who, like you said, is a true Texan, is familiar with animals and wildlife and hunting. And guns. And guns. Has never heard sounds like this before. Mm. And he's like, get in the truck. So the boys hop in the truck. The dad picks everything up, throws it in the back of the truck, gets in. And he's kind of like watching out of the corner of his eyes as he's packing stuff in. And he sees the weeds moving and the movement getting closer and closer to the area where they were. So the dad finally gets in the truck. He starts it up and starts driving toward the road. And just as he was turning off the dirt camp area, something jumped out of the grass and ran directly in front of the truck. No, not at all. So instinctually did I say that right? Instinctually. Yeah, you just said it a little slurred. That's okay. <laughs> he slams on his brakes and this ghostly disfigured creature jumps onto the hood of his truck and starts screaming at them through the windshield. All three, the two boys and the dad, said it was the ugliest and scariest thing they had ever seen. Describing it as a donkey-like, but more humanish is what they say. So this figure, it continues to scream at them and beat on their truck as they drive. And it beat so hard that it broke the windshield in many places.
1: I would think that you would just like gun it and then do a really quick, hard right. And send it flying. So you're a pretty good,
0: you know, guess as to what you should do if a human-like donkey creature jumps on your car. Because the dad guns it and then slams on his brakes as hard as he can. yeah. Causing the creature to slide off. As soon as as it was off, he puts the truck in drive again and then just takes off. But as he drove off, he continued to look in his rearview mirror and he could see it chasing them. When they got home... Their truck not only had a broken windshield, but it also had scrapes and dents on the hood. So it wasn't like they could, you know, just make up some story. Unless like they hit a donkey.
1: That just made me have a childhood flashback.
0: Tell me about it.
1: This is something and it's kind of funny because I can't imagine my dad doing this now. But a long, long time ago when we were really little and we would drive down the driveway to get home And mom would have Thunder out, like, just loose. Uh Uh-huh. Thunder, her dog. Big dog. Oh, yeah. People should Out loose. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And he would drive down the driveway, and he would reach his hand outside of the window and hit the side of the door, like, going, like, 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 thump, 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 thump. Like, he ran over the dog. And he thought it was a really funny joke to make it sound like he ran over the dog. Do you remember this at all, Amari? Like, no. No, you're right. But he still, to this day...
0: If we're driving and he is like anywhere near our car, he'll slam on the car and go, oh, oh, my foot. Oh, my like total
1: dad joke. Yeah, I guess that's more of a dad joke than like making a joke about, ha I ran over the family dog. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I haven't thought about that in like 20 years, but bringing back memories.
0: So here's another story from a group of friends. And they go out. And see if they can find the donkey lady. Like that was their goal, was Wait, to find the donkey lady.
1: Real quick, the yeah. last story, when they s- flung it off and everything, did they just like take off?
0: Yeah, they left. Okay, and, and the dad could watch this creature like chasing Limpin after away. their notes, chasing oh. after their truck. Okay, like still running after them. Damn. Okay. So, <sighs> group of friends, and I can totally relate to this. I remember going like in high school or even college. And going, okay, let's go to Rose Avenue and see if we can find the lady in white. Or let's go to Scary Dairy. You know, like, yeah, you, I mean, we did stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So th- I can totally relate to this. You know, there's nothing else to do on a Friday night. Yeah. Let's go find the donkey
1: lady. We went to Scary Dairy and then we also looked for the Billy Goat Man. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, shoot, what was the, the lady on Rose, her name? Lady in white. Oh, La Lorena. La yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So this friend group, they're like – I mean, they were dedicated because it says after about six hours, the car comes back to another friend's home. But instead of having all of the friends in the car, it only had the driver and not the rest of the people in it. Uh Uh-oh. So this one guy that lived at the house, he comes outside – to meet he which he thinks the group and he says like oh my gosh where did everybody go he's talking to the driver and he sees that the driver's windshield is broken and the front grill is dented and there appears to be blood on the hood and the driver he seems to be in like a total daze so when the friends at the house they finally get him to talk he said that the three other friends and him were at the bridge, and they parked, and they started honking their horn and yelling for the donkey lady, like you're supposed to do. And they do this for about 15 minutes, and then they're like, let's just go out and start searching for her. Oh, no. So when they're searching, the driver said he got the feeling someone was watching them, and he starts looking around, which, you know, you get. You get that paranoia. You get those adrenalines, You get that, like, ooh, I'm spooky, I'm scared kind of feeling, but then... He says that's when he saw what looked like two shiny eyes staring at him and his friends. The girls that he was with started to run back to the car with the driver following behind them. Because they see it too. As he was running, he heard a scream coming from the direction of where he saw the eyes. He said he was too scared to turn around to see exactly what it was making this noise. But as soon as he gets back to the car... The girls were already inside, and they were just screaming at him for to go, like, get out of here. So he starts scrambling to find his keys, and he could hear the sounds of what he described as a horse running. <gasps> he got the car going, and just as they were driving away, he slammed into a figure that just appeared before their car. The what? Sp- the figure hit his hood, slammed onto the windshield, and rolled over the top of the car. He kept driving and looked into the rear-view rear mirror and swears he saw the creature chasing them.
1: Wait, so he hit the donkey lady? Mm-hmm. And it, it's like invincible. It just keeps on going. That's kind of what it sounds like. Whoa, okay. Wait, okay. But didn't you say he got back all by himself? He took the girls home because they were just oh, so freaked out. Okay, I he's see. Like,
0: they were so scared. Oh, I
1: thought he like ditched them and left them behind well, and he took was off without like them. Like a true
0: gentleman, and made sure that he, he was behind them while they were running in front and got in the car. Hmm. So here's a ripple. Okay, I'm ready for it. So today, the donkey lady is a little more modern. You don't even have to go to the bridge to have a talk with her. <gasps> Can we talk to her here? All you have to do is call this number.
1: Oh my god! So, really? We're gonna do it.
0: I'm gonna. We'll have to put a little pause on the podcast because it's very difficult to hear even on like a phone. So putting it up to the mic is gonna be hard. Um, but the number is. Do you have your phone?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give the number out. Are, you want me to dial it? Yeah, you can do okay, it on your phone. My phone's almost dead. Oh, do you want to use mine? Sure. Okay. The number is
0: one two one zero nine six zero nine six zero thirty eight twenty six here you go hello
1: please state your name after the tone and google voice will try to connect
0: you
1: say your name i don't want to give my real name oh i guess it's going to go anyway Does it normally take this long to ring? Mm-hmm, she's she's a really busy donkey lady. She is. Oh, you have a low battery too. It's okay. She must be really popular.
0: Like who's I am Uncle Hunto
1: Goddess. Oh, she's a goddess.
0: I know the cruises. Menetisa, Linda, Earth, Sky, Free, Chicken, Fry. Ooh, I want some fried chicken. With waffles? San Antonio. I am the Donkey Lady. Maybe we've met before. Call back and hear more.
1: The my like dish all the cheese Oh, she hung up on me. Well, that was terrifying.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so I like I said, it's very hard to hear and or understand. Um, give a little recap from what you did get.
1: Well, it almost sounded like there was multiple voices. There was like one main voice. And then there was kind of like some background voices that were kind of overlapping. So it made it even more difficult to hear. Mm-hmm. But she almost sounded kind of like voodoo sounding. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, I, she just said said it random things. What like earth, sky, chicken fried. <laughs> um, she did say San Antonio. So, she did. She did. Um, that's about all I got from it. I mean, it was just like super creepy sounding. Super like at first. It's real eerie, right? It is. I don't know why she wants to know our name. I think um, she has a Google phone,
0: and I think that's the way
1: she has yeah. it set up. Well, I'm glad that she's, like, up to date with technology and everything. I'm yeah. happy for her. Maybe yeah. she can get, like, a Instagram account or something. She probably could get a lot of followers.
0: So from midnight of October 31st through November 6th, people could call that number, and they'd hear a 45-second message that told her story. I wish I would have known about that then. So I guess like each night she would just tell like one part and then like the next night it would continue. So it was like a series. I love that. Super cool. And it like did a comparison um, of like her time to modern day San Antonio. I thought it was so cool. That is super cool. So they'd hear, you know, the callers would hear this pre-recorded message and an updated daily through election day, which I thought was very strange. So some people say that it was like a, there was some like political statement somehow in there. Interesting. I didn't hear that part, so I can't really have much to say on it. I wonder if we can find it somewhere. The, the recording? Yeah, maybe. Let's we'll look for it. Then every Saturday through December 31st, this was going to continue. So I, supposedly this is going to, you know, even that one little funny message will end... On the 31st. But I don't know. Maybe if they get enough calls it'll continue. Yeah we'll have to give it another shot. So the lady that's doing these recordings. Her name is Maricela Barrera. and The she's, donkey lady? Are you telling me that that's not the real donkey lady that we just talked to? Well yeah I mean that's the total. Maricela Barrera is totally the real donkey lady. Uh huh. <laughs> she She's a performance artist. And she says she's had personal contact with the donkey lady
1: oh so what's that called
0: like a like a person medium yeah like she has the spirit of the donkey lady in her inside of her and this is a quote it says she wants to be part of the referring to the donkey lady she wants to be part of the dialogue in san antonio her hometown she loves the city and she just wants to share her presence her vision and her observations of the good versus evil in our community and then it says, whether the donkey lady has taken on a political bent in time for this election season is unknown. But she is no doubt a feminist, Barrera said, considering the negative experiences she's had with the city's male elites. Hmm. So, you know, despite what happened to the donkey lady, um, Barrera says that, you know, sh- the donkey lady is funny. She's someone like. You'd refer to as like your tía or your auntie or your abuela, um, your grandma. Um, she says she's really all of us. And then another little mini ripple. There was a Texas brewery named Texas Brewing Company that brewed a beer named the Donkey Lady, and it was an apple sour. Ooh, that but sounds good. I tried to like look it up to see if maybe we could buy the sour locally. Um, but it looks like the brewery either closed or maybe just moved locations, maybe changed their name. I don't know. I couldn't find it or where to purchase the beer. But I printed out a picture of the label to show you. And I know it's black and white, so it's kind of hard to see.
1: But how cool is that label? Oh, that's awesome. So it's a... Um, you see the bridge in the background. Yeah, it's like she's walking down. It's, it's not a fully covered bridge, but it has like that scaffolding looking Mm -hmm. stuff that goes across the top of it and it's like she's coming towards you but she's wearing like a little red riding cloak riding hood cloak thing Mm -hmm. uh it's super creepy looking she doesn't look like a donkey i think it's kind of mean that people are calling her a donkey. Um, I could see why she'd be pretty pissed off by that. That's well, not very nice. And if you're taunting her and honking your horn, like, just leave her alone. Seriously, that's pretty leave messed up. Leave the
0: donkey lady alone. Right? So that's my story of the donkey lady.
1: That's pretty cool. It is very much like our Billy Whack guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would be friends. Donkey lady, Billy Wack goat man. Yeah. I mean, they both have four legs. She's and a, a tail. Poor woman that got burned in a horrible domestic violence. Well, the Billywhack Goat Man isn't really a goat. You know, he's a government experiment. Yeah. So,
0: um, do you have a last thought and a shot for me? I
1: do. And do
0: you have a song to sing me? Because you promised me you'd sing me a song.
1: Um, yeah, I absolutely will. Let me just pull up my story. The stars at night are big and bright deep in the heart of texas that was really loud wasn't it how about mama don't let your
0: babies grow up to be cowboys
1: there can be cowboys anywhere though
0: oh yeah i guess that's not like a really true Texas texas song yeah okay
1: well that was really good okay so that was my last thought in a shot song i like it um so rosa you have two lovely dogs i do have they ever brought anything home to you as a little gift when they other, go out on their adventures? Other
0: than the smell of skunk because they got sprayed by a skunk just a few nights ago. Both of them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrendous. It was so bad. And it was, you know, late at night. So it was cold outside. And they stunk. They stunk. They stunk. They stunk.
1: Where was the skunk?
0: Out in our backyard.
1: Oh. Well, that's kind of unavoidable.
0: Yeah, it was horrible. Um, have they brought me home? No. If they if they kill something, they eat it. They're disgusting animals. I love them so much, but they're gross.
1: Yeah. Um, Ash just brought me a squirrel once. That was really nice of her. But other than that, I, I think they typically chomp it down before they get home. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you about a Texas dog who brought home a beautiful gift for its human. Uh dog and this is sorry this is from the houston chronicle dog finds human skull in northwest <gasps> houston wooded lot oh my gosh and this was uh this was back in june so it's a little bit of an old story but like of this year mm-hmm. oh that's not that old but mine was
0: in the 1600s or 1800s
1: <laughs> i got you I, beat i think it's worth uh revisiting and i wonder if there's like any updates from this but This article says, authorities combed a forested lot for Skeletal Remains Thursday after a dog found a human skull, a homeowner near the 1800 block of Ferndale Street near Furry Road. Furry Road? Furray? Furray Road, maybe. Furry is way more fun. Okay, so in Furry Road in Northeast Houston. Called police after the pup brought them a skull from the property, thick with trees and garbage, Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez said. Investigators found more bone fragments and burn spots in the lot, the sheriff continued. Deputies that know the area very well say it's a very desolate, dark area. Oh, Okay. Gonzalez said, there's not a lot of lighting out there, and as you can see, it's used in all kinds of dumping. Oh, that's a not very nice way of putting it uh the medical examiner (laughs) confirmed that the skull was human and police are treating the investigation as a possible homicide uh yeah i'd hope so uh yeah there's a human skull just randomly out there with bone
0: fragments and burn spots yeah let's look into it a little bit more oh maybe it was spontaneous combustion or maybe it was the donkey lady it could have been does she visit houston often i don't know
1: but she burned oh that's very true So it says, we don't know if there's foul play involved yet. Uh, Yeah, I I would wager to think that there was. It's a good possibility. Yeah, or maybe it was like a meth explosion. Okay. Who knows? Gonzalez said, adding that the person could have died from natural causes, like spontaneous combustion. (laughs) Right, totally natural. (laughs) The lot where the skull was found is wedged between a neighborhood of trailer homes and the Whispering Pines Landfill. that you're whispering pines yes yeah so uh there you have it i don't know if anything has come of it but uh i don't know no
0: my dogs have never brought me a human skull but what if they did oh my gosh i
1: sickly you would be excited i would be so excited <coughs> oh yeah I, I think i'd be pretty horrified do you know what has been showing up in my house i actually need to like I don't know. Record this somehow. My house has, for the past like year since I've lived there, Uh, we keep getting teddy bears in our yard. Oh no! You're just now telling me about this. I sent you pictures, like when we first moved in. There's, I'll take a picture. We'll put this, put this That's on Instagram. Way creepier than a human skull. There's teddy bears and. As Rosa knows, I don't live in a neighborhood. I live on a mountain, and there's, like, a one-lane road. That's a good, what, mile? Yeah. It's a mile from the gate to my house Mm -hmm. that's, like, completely, I don't know, what would you describe that as? Desolate? Private? Yeah. Secluded? You can't even get through the gate, first of all, without a code.
0: And then to get to your house, because, like, there's some other houses randomly, like, splattered in there, but... You have to like go up that second hill to your house.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't have neighbors. I have trees around me. Right. And fires. And teddy bears. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How many do you think? I think we've had three teddy bears since I've moved in. They show up in my yard. I have a theory. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Because I don't think it's ghost children. I think what happens is there might be like a hawk nest or an owl's nest or uh-huh. roost or somewhere near my house. And I think they pick up teddy bears and they thinking drop them thinking that they're like something they can eat. And then once they bring them home, they realize they can't eat it.
0: I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Why? Because birds have a really strong sense of smell and they can smell something that is or was alive versus something that was Human-made birds are
1: really good at smelling. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I, I thought they had like really great eyesight. They have really great eyesight like too. Okay. Right.
0: I don't know. I mean, I like. I know buzzards have an amazing sense of smell. They can that's smell true. like something dead like miles away. Hmm. So ghost children. Oh, absolutely, ghost, ghost children. That's what you're going with. Hmm.
1: Well, I don't know. If you have any theories as to why there's random teddy bears showing up in my yard, uh, let us know on Instagram.
0: Yeah, shoot us a message. Um, we are <laughs> at Ripple Pod on Instagram. We are the Ripple Podcast on Facebook. Or you can shoot us an email at theripplepodcast at gmail.com. Also, we would love it if you um, have. Wait, we would love it if you would subscribe
1: to our podcast, um, rate us, review us. Only five stars though. If you are planning on giving us any less than five stars, just like you need to take it somewhere else. Yeah, we don't need
0: that negativity in our life.
1: Exactly. Just give us five stars. We need it. We need that little boost in our ego.
0: Yes. And definitely. then tell, I need validation. Tell some friends about us so we
1: can get some new listeners and some
0: new love and Hey, and
1: if you have any burning questions for us, we're oh. going to do our Q&A episode coming up here pretty soon. Right. For episode 50. I don't know when that is, but I think it's coming up. Really soon. Yeah. Really soon. So our many number questions. 50. So send us a,
0: yeah, send us your question. Ask us what um, we like to do in our free time. Ask us if we could go anywhere, where would we go? Ask us if we could um, solve any unsolved mystery, what one would we solve? Yeah. All of, of All of those things. All of those things.
1: Okay. Do you want to pull your theme for next week? Yes. Let me grab. Uh, I'm going to pick my place first. Okay. We have. Oh, international again. We're going to France. Yay. I've been there. Hey, I didn't even know we had listeners in France.
0: Um, We've got some great listeners. We should update our. I think we need to update our international list.
1: But that's pretty cool. I didn't know we had French listeners. Thank you, France. Thank you. French.
0: um, uh, Parlez-vous français? What does that mean? Do you speak French?
1: Oh. No.
0: Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce
1: soir? Do you want to sleep with me tonight? No. Okay. Also, no. Both of those, (laughs) no. Uh, Let me grab my topic. It is going to be... Medical oddities. Again. Yeah, we've done that a bunch, huh? I mean, do it because you pulled it. Um,
0: But we- just throwing this out there, let's take out medical oddities.
1: And then... um. We'll pull until, like, we cycle through. That's a good idea because we've done medical oddities quite a few times now. I don't know why that one keeps getting pulled. And paranormal. And paranormal we've done a lot. And I don't think we've done anything. Conspiracies in there. We haven't done that we lately. We haven't done that one. Um, we've done strange history, like,
0: once. Mystery we've done a few times. Yeah. And we, need to, we need to, like, make it more even. Okay. So yeah. I like that idea. So do your medical oddities. Yes, but we'll take it out, and then we'll just continue pulling from now on, and then cycle through. I like it. Cool. You guys got some behind-the-scenes podcasts. This is how we do things. Spur in the moment.
1: It stresses Angela out. It she does, starts a lot. itching. Do you know what else stresses me out a lot? So I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but Rosa runs pretty much all of the technology side of it. And one week we'll have like. The title of the episode will be like <laughs> episode 32 and then dash medical oddities from France. And then the next week it'll be like, um, the I don't know, just like some random ass title that you made up. And then the week after that, it will. There's it, no consistency. No, there's nothing at all. Like sometimes it says the subject. Sometimes it just has a weird name. Sometimes it sometimes has an episode number. It has sometimes an episode it num- doesn't. Right. Exactly. Oh, she gets so mad at me for that. It really, like, it. you're exactly right. It, like, makes my skin crawl. Oh, uh, it's so funny. I just try not to look at it.
0: It's so funny.
1: Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And
0: we will see you next week. But until then, don't forget to be a fountain. And not a drain. Bye.